Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast, a big preview edition as Louisville football welcomes Clemson in for a Saturday night contest at a Cardinal Stadium. I'm Cardinal Authority senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by, joined by as always, publisher Jody Demling. Jody, this is a big game. Clemson's coming in, slight favorite over the Cardinals, as you would expect. Probably beginning the season, you might have expected the spread to be a little bit bigger, but it's not the Clemson that we're used to. They're not going to be going to the college football playoff uh, this year. But certainly a game that uh, if, if, if it's on your schedule, you put a circle around it, interest rises, recruit visits go up, and that's, such, that's the case for Louisville this weekend. I mean, it's a big opportunity for, for Scott Satterfield and his staff, both on the field and in on, on the recruiting trail as well. Yeah, I mean, that, we'll get the recruiting in a second. Just the football game in itself. I mean, yeah. you're, talking, you're talking about a, a, a – I don't care if, if Clemson was four and six right now or three and eight, it doesn't matter. It's still Clemson and they've still been to what six straight college football playoff games. So yeah, this is, this is big. You beat Clemson and you get a little notch on the belt. You plus Clemson's the only team in the Atlantic division. Louisville hasn't beaten. They, oh, they're zero and six all time. You can exercise a lot of demons on the field. Uh, no matter how good Clemson is, and I still think they have the best defense in the league. I, but by the way, just yeah. just after watching a little bit this week, they're they're still really really good. Um, uh, yeah, I I think you you can do that, and 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 it's a big game on the football field. And then when you throw everything else in with the recruits and and just the attention that 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 this game is going to get, you know, because of some of the recruits that are there, as far as from the media in, you know, just the average media in general. Uh, it, it really puts like a little cherry on the top and makes this a huge I, I, I don't remember a game, in my opinion, that has been like and again, it's not important because, big, you know, Louisville, Florida State was important because Louisville killed Florida State and it it jumped Louisville up in the national rankings and they were still undefeated at that time. You know, Louisville, and, and there's been games to go to bowl games. There's been games to, uh, you know, to win an eighth game or to win a seventh game. You know, this is not a game that's important for record, in my opinion, right now, more so. I mean, yeah, it would be win number five, and it'd be great, but more so than just kind of the the, the whole stigma and the whole aura around the program. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, and like you said, I mean, it doesn't matter what Clemson's record is. It's still Clemson. They're still the Tigers, and it's, and it's still going to mean a lot. You know, and it's crazy to think. Um, if Louisville comes out the victor in this game, both teams will be sitting at five and four overall in the season. And when's, when's the last time, you know, Clemson has been sitting, you know, nine games into the year at five and four, uh, but still a great opportunity for Louisville. Um, going to be another challenge, obviously, you know, they're still trying to, you know, put their complete package together, come up with a full consistent effort on both sides of the ball for four quarters, you know, and that's really the only thing that continues to concern me is can they both offensively and defensively perform like they're capable of playing through the first, second, third, and fourth quarters? And, and what's kind of head-scratching about this team, Jody, to me, is one week you'll see the offense throw up some crazy numbers and the defense can't stop a thing. 
And then for the last couple of weeks, it's been the defense, you know, that's been playing gangbusters that changed things up a little bit, a little bit more pressure really has made a difference. And then the offense is really, you know, struggling to move up and down the ball. And obviously you've got to give, you know, some credit to, to who they are playing. Uh, but a lot of times it, 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 even against NC state in the last time out, I mean, we've talked about it. It's been discussed plenty by us, the fans, the you know, people on the radio, the coaches, you name it. Um, you know, they killed themselves many a times and they've got to, They've got to remove that that part of the equation out of their game um, if they hope to beat Clemson, even on what is considered a down year for Clemson. Yeah, I um, I, I, I think that I really think that the key in this game, as you as you said, is not to worry about it being Clemson first of all. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that's easier said than done, but uh, you got to worry about yourself, in my opinion. And I, I think this team. Um, I really think that this Louisville team is that's the one thing they don't, they don't have a great, they don't have an identity really. You know what I mean? Like, like they early in the year, they were passing, you know, they did some, a lot of passing and then Malik, you know, rushed for, you know, five touchdowns in two games. And then he did this and then he did on offense and defensively they were, you know, playing more coverage. Now they're bringing more pressure. So they're, they've kind of been all over the board. And I think that is, that's adjustments. That's the mm-hmm. coaching. And that's the thing. That's the thing with a young team. Um, but again, I want to see them. I just want to see them do a little bit more with that. You know what I mean? Like I want to make sure uh, that this, I, I want this team and I think they will. Um, I think this team is actually probably better than we all think. Um, well, I know they're better than most <laughs> fans think because most fans don't think they're very good at all. I actually think they're, I actually think they're a pretty good team, you know, and, and, and it's kind of funny because I get to listen to the opposing coach every week and every week they just rave about Malik and how good he is and and how they wish this and that and all the other. And, and I really do think that, that, that this team is a little underappreciated locally here. Um, And, and, and if they, I I mean, I obviously, you know, you, you win games and you lose games. That's how you're measured by, but man, oh man, if, if if they just had one of those games, um, you know, if they yeah. were sitting just one spot ahead of where they are, then I think I think it looks a, a lot different. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this team is a little bit underappreciated, but I think for the reasons uh, that I was mentioning earlier, which which kind of you know is a factor that will upset the fans. I mean, when you're working, you know, continually, you, you make a big play, but then you see the yellow flag indicator pop up on your television or if you're at the game you see the official you know reach into his back pocket and you come and, and you almost immediately expect it to come back and it seems like more often than not you know a big big play for Louisville does come back and, and you, they've got to obviously correct those and, and that's certainly something that they're working on uh, but yeah, I, yeah they, they've been close you know too many times this year it's time to get over that hump and this is clearly a, a challenge a really difficult challenge to do that against I mean we're sitting here talking how we would like to see the offense be a little bit more consistent. Well, as you pointed out at the beginning of the show, I mean, Clemson's number one defense in the ACC. They're one of the top defenses in the nation. Uh, just because they're not putting up points doesn't mean that their defense still isn't one of the best around, and it is. So it's going to be difficult for Malik and, and company to, to you know, create big yardage and, and consistent drives. But, yeah, but when that opportunity comes, they've got to be consistent with it you know, and, and not have a face mask penalty pull you back or a holding penalty whatever the case may be, um, and, and let your big plays, you know, help you out instead of bringing it back and putting you big, into a bigger hole. So certainly a huge challenge. 
Um, I think Louisville's defense is up for for the challenge. Obviously, you know, Clemson has struggled offensively. Uh, you know, their quarterback DJ is is last in the ACC. Um, still, a, you know, a guy that is continuing to learn. But as one of the things that Brian Brown brought up, Ungale. Okay, you got yeah. you got to get that right. You didn't, you're the one you didn't who even works. Try. Right. You're the one on the radio. So, anyways, I like you, the, didn't, you didn't even try. Go ahead. <laughs> We're on a first name basis, Jody. Okay, all right. <laughs> but uh, you know, I like the point that Brian Brown brought up earlier because you know when I was doing the depth chart comparison for Cardinal Authority earlier this week, I mean, going through and seeing how many just five stars and four stars, not in a, on the one deep, but the two deep, the three deep that are on both sides of the ball at Clemson. So it's not like that the talent isn't there on the offensive side of the ball for Clemson. It just hasn't clicked yet, and they just haven't found their groove and and their rhythm yet. So at some point, that's going to show up. But I think the defense is ready, and and the offense is, you know, got to be patient. They've got to be consistent, and they can't hurt themselves. Yeah, I think that's. I think that is definitely true. I, I look. I think. I think it's going to be a real low-scoring game. I mean, forty-four is the number. I want to know when the last time Louisville had a, an over/under <laughs> number that was forty-four. That, I mean, it's just crazy. Clemson, no uh, Right. Exactly. Um, so that's the number. I think it probably is around that number. Like if Louisville. I, to me, I always look at 30. If Louisville gets to 30, that's the magic number usually there it has been with Scott Satterfield. To me, in this game, I think if you can get to 24, you win the ball game. I think you do. I really do. Um, I, I do think Louisville's defense is going to – I would love – one thing we haven't had – you know, in, in, a, in a while, I know we had it early in the year and, and it was an electric moment. We need one of those another electric moments where we get a defensive score or a punt return score. Something that can change the course of this game is what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm excited. I think that this team has got a really good chance to do this. And if they do, and and, and I think the crowd's going to be lively. I think it's going to be a good crowd. I'm, I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be. If you've got tickets, you should go. You should have a fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be nice. I mean, it's going to be a little chilly. But, hey, it's November It's November the 6th. It's supposed to be. Yeah, you know, it's supposed be to be out. chilly on. out there. Um, so uh, I want to I want to see everybody get out there. There was a lot of recruits. We've had a lot this week. We'll continue to have a bunch. I, I think 12 four-stars. I know it's, there's, the number's been out there 11. I think it's actually in, it will be 12 um, is, is by my count. Um, I think it's 10 guys from Southern California. I think it's, you know, all these guys from all over the country. And uh, I'm excited. I mean, I, I don't know that, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, Pierce Clarkson's going to commit while he's on his visit, but, uh, but I think Louisville's in a good spot. And if they can continue to do what, they have uh you know what i think they can do with with as far as with pierce clarkson in this recruitment um then i think then they can they can actually get this thing kind of i won't i don't even want to say wrapped up but at least moving along in the course of the next couple of months because i don't foresee him being uncommitted for uh, for long but uh just a huge weekend overall michael yeah you know regarding pierce you know he's made mention that uh, in the past a couple months ago maybe even less than that that you know, part of one of the things he wants to do during his recruiting process is help create one of the nation's best recruiting classes. And obviously for him to do that, he's going to have to commit early somewhere. And as you mentioned, Louisville in a good position with him at this point, obviously would be a massive get for Louisville. Uh, yesterday, uh, you know, Sailor Brown started the good mo mojo for the Cardinals recruiting efforts this weekend with his commitment. So, you know, will something, will another one pop this weekend? Um, it's hard to say, um, but, but, Either way, having these type of kids on, on campus 
further strengthening their relationships certainly is, is showing that the, you know, the staff is, is making the efforts to get the type of quality talent that they need to compete regularly for the ACC. Yep. No, uh, no doubt. This is a, this is a big weekend for them for that. And, yep. uh, and again, just for everything involved. So, all right, we'll be back next week. We've got plenty this week. We've got plenty of coverage and we'll continue to keep it rolling at Cardinal authority. Um, I'm excited for the game. I'm excited to see the recruits basketball. Mari lands is, uh, uh, is uh, is uh, going to be in town, and will we have a, a commitment uh, a, a episode here coming up soon? We we could over the next uh, few days. So uh, I'm excited. We'll got to get going for now. Michael McCammon, Jody Dimling. It's been the Cards Cast, a weekly edition of our podcast here on CardinalAuthority.com. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick Six, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick Six has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found.